Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Joining you here on a Tuesday, I'm sorry, Wednesday morning. Thanks you've joined. Thank you for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our service minimum out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churnin' Spoon Ice Cream. I know for a fact that's where Joel Coleman will be headed just as soon as we wrap up uh, this recording for his mid-afternoon boost. But hey, morning, afternoon, or night, whenever you're looking just to get a nice hot cup of coffee or maybe a, one of their incredible ice drinks or a delicious baked treat, or hey, head over to Turn and Spoon and grab an ice cream sundae, whatever you want to treat yourself. It's all under one roof at Strange Brew Coffee House and Turn and Spoon Ice Cream. College Corner's got everything under one roof, maroon and white. They've got everything you need to look the best this baseball season with the great M over S logo on your chest and on your head. Hats, shirts, polos, they've got it all there. And it's in great deals, great selection of goods, Brand new stuff coming in all the time, so check them out. CollegeCornerStore.com or two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Our friends over at Humble Taco hope that this uh, next time you're in Starkville, you're going to put them on your list. Starkville's newest restaurant, Mex- Mexican Fair with Mississippi Roots, a great menu that combines the best of Mexican food with a lot of great local Mississippi products up and down the menu, including that famous sweet potato flour tortilla, handmade every day in-house. Great selection of tacos. They've got some Mexican blue plates. And, of course, I've talked about the drink menu. If you're just looking to hang out with the guys or the girls, they got that great patio, great beer and wine list, and some fantastic uh, craft cocktails up and down the menu. So... Head over to Humble Taco today, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Joel T. Coleman. Yeah, it's man. It's Rumblin's Day, my friend. It is. It is. And uh, for anybody that's out there wanting insight and analysis into Mississippi State's baseball game against Sanford, assuming that it happened, it is kind of rainy out today, mm-hmm. we'll see if it happens, you're not going to get that on this show. Right. <laughs> we are recording... It is 12.25 p.m. Yeah. on Tuesday. The game does not happen for six we're, hours. We'll just recap that on tomorrow's show. Yeah. I mean, it's just an, a midweek game. We'll see how it goes. All right, so let's jump right into the rumblings. Great questions today. Thanks, as always, for you guys uh, getting them in there. I will go ahead and let you know that there are a lot of questions on the same topic today. A lot of Nikki McCray pinson questions. So once we get past the first couple of ones, I'm not going to repeat myself over and over again. So just, just go with that. Our but just question. know we do appreciate you chiming. We do, we do, but there's just no point in going on and on about the same stuff over and over again. Uh, Hunter Manis has our first uh, question. What is your go-to dad joke? <laughs> Yours from yesterday might be my new favorite. You didn't do that on air. No. Uh, but would you like me to share it with the, the listening public? Is that okay? 
Is oh, I'll share it. Okay, I'll, I'll, go ahead. It's your it, joke. Do you have one? I, I'm trying to think. I don't really have. Okay, so I have several. Stupid. You know, I ones. use a lot of the, uh, the the old standbys where my kids say, "Can I?" I say, "I don't know. Can you?" And I, you know, I hit them with, you know, they'll say, "I'm," and I'm like, "Oh, hey, hey, I'm, 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 I'm dad." Stuff like that. That's great. But I got my daughter really good the other day. She was going through a list of like dad jokes and just reading them off. I was like, "Do you want to know the best dad joke I've ever done?" And she says, yeah. I was like, great, go look in the mirror. <laughs> That's still great. <laughs> I got her good. I got her real good on that one. I was pretty pleased with myself. So, I got a Facebook, uh, not just Facebook friend. We used to have some classes together and things at State. Uh, I don't know if he's a listener or not, but I got a crack out of uh, his wife posted something that he said on Facebook. And uh, they were like driving down the road the other day, and there was a, like a, you know, one of the big statues, like kind of the yeah. Cath- Catholic Jesus kind of deal. And it was kind of out in a field. Yeah, it's, the Catholic Jesus it's is the everybody's same as, Jesus. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm trying Jesus. to like paint the picture of what kind of a statue this was, kind of thing. But, um, but anyway, apparently it was kind of in a field, and there were some cows around. He's like, "Oh, look, holy cows!" <laughs> I thought that was pretty. That's good. great. That's I thought good. that was really good. That was kind of a uh, a dad joke home run. There you go. Also from Hunter, should people who order well done steaks be charged with a crime? Uh, yeah. I've always said the same thing about well-done steaks. This, when you when you buy the steak, it's already dead. You didn't have to kill it twice. <laughs> that so. said, I'm a big believer in. I may not understand what you eat. Yeah. But you just do you. I, I will judge you silently, though. You do. You yeah, do. Well, I, I don't understand that. Like, why, how come you? I mean, if you, I see somebody order a, a fillet and they want it well done, I don't get it. But if that's how they want it, well, that's fine. I, that's why I'm not saying anything to them, but silently I am judging them. So, simple as that. I, I don't think that the character of a man is made up of his palate. I, I always think of this the same thing where I, where I was at Harvey's and this guy ordered a filet, well done, and then as soon as it came to the table, he's like, could I get some ketchup? And then just whacked the ketchup all over the floor. I'm like, this is a filet. Come on, man. So, <laughs> uh, does Logan Tanner have the best arm of any recent MSU catcher? I, th- I would say so. Uh, it's hard to remember anybody else to do it, but Craig Tatum had a pretty good arm. I mean, you heard Ed the guys had a pretty good arm. Most of you, at least, probably heard the guys on Flow Sports back on opening weekend talking about how Logan Tanner could have been a pitcher, and and he would be out there pulling an Eric Sarantola as far as like ninety eight miles an hour from the mound, kind of thing. And uh, but he wanted to play every day, and that's what he's doing. And I think that's uh, for Mississippi State anyway. That's working out, and in the long run. I think that'll work out for Logan Tanner, too. Um, I agree. And, you know, there are some guys in, in Major League Baseball, even, that kind of started as catchers and then ended up doing some pitching. So, I guess if you can throw 98 or something like that, if if the if, if his bat doesn't work out, he's like, hey, maybe I'll give this pitching thing a go. That's I don't, true. We'll see. That's true. Drew Fiorinelli has some questions for us. What are we most looking forward to with spring practice? Honestly, it's just happening. And I think I've talked about this, just, just knowing that it's going to happen. We'll have football to talk about. Yeah, I feel like there's certainty this year. Of course, we always felt like there was certainty, and then 2020 happened. So I guess you never really have certainty. But right. as we sit here today, I mean, think about what we were doing a year ago at this time. Pretty much a year ago at this time. We knew that spring practice was out. I don't guess we fully grasped yet that the thing might last to a point where football season would be threatened. Mm-hmm. I think we all kind of thought, well, this will be a couple months and we'll be back to normal. 
and here we sit now a year later and we're still not back to normal but i do feel like i mean football's happening this fall like there's no yeah yeah is it or isn't it kind of thing definitely gonna happen yeah and and so just the certainty of things happening and we have learned to adapt and find a way yeah i'm just glad it's gonna happen and i am looking forward to too maybe i know that practice is close to the media and close to the public Mm -hmm. but perhaps there will be an opportunity um for a scrimmage in the stadium or something that that's open to us that perhaps we can go chill out in davis wade and perhaps and, and just watch that, that'd be that cool would be nice that uh predictions on the most exciting or unexpected thing to come out of spring practice what would be the most what's something that you're not thinking is going to happen but it could happen hmm how to spring yeah i mean I that's so hard that's to... so hard to yeah like if they were just, just to come out and say that one of the running backs was the running back like if they're marks is our running back yeah, but I don't. Know That's not going to happen because so. they're going to use both of them. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the the obvious answer is Jack Abraham coming out of the spring ahead. Which even if he did, mm-hmm. I don't know that they would say that. You know, is yeah. is Mike Leach going to stand up there after the spring game and be like, "Oh, going into the fall, Jack Abraham's the favorite." Like he it, might. Uh, Mike Leach is the coach that might say, you know, that he's got a, a slight lead. I don't yeah, know. we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. It, that would I'll tell you what if that happened, that would be up there with. Mm-hmm. You know, very surprising. Yeah. Last one from Drew. If Thunder and Lightning had a shirt, what would be the one you'd most link to Maroon is All That Matters? So, what would we, could we do a Thunder and Lightning is All That Matters shirt? I mean, it, if we did a shirt, I don't know what the tagline on it would be. What would, I mean, Thunder and Lightning. Perception is reality. I don't That's know. a good one. That's a good one. That's putrid. <laughs> what's causing all that? What's causing all that? That might be the one there, Thunder Lightning. What's causing? We could all have that. our individual shops. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So you could sell the most gear. You would. It would be you. Uh, Kent Bontrager yet. wants to know: Do Ole Miss fans really hate Steve Robertson, or are they just jealous they don't have a Steve Robertson of their own? I think they really hate him. Yeah. I, I mean, the stuff that they say about him online is pretty rough. Yeah, some of it is just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> You cannot like somebody or not like the way they did their job or not like the fact that he disclosed information that was true, by the way. It was true. Um, you can do all those things and dislike, but, man, some of that has gotten taken way, way too far. Yeah. yeah. But So there you go. Uh, Clifton Taylor, if the men somehow put together a streak and win the NIT, does that lower the pressure for Howland next year or does it actually increase it? That's a good question. Because if you win the NIT next year, yeah, I think you have high expectations for next season. Higher expectations maybe than you have right now. No matter what happens in the NIT, I think you go into next year with the same. I mean, nothing, to me anyway, and you can disagree, I feel like next year, and maybe I'm wrong, I don't have John Cohen here to say you're right, Joel, but it feels like a tourney or bust year no matter what happens in the NIT. Yeah, Uh, I agree with that. So, I don't know. If we were Jedi, what color would our lightsabers be? Ah, I want either green or blue. Well, it's really the only two choices for the Jedi. The only one who didn't have one was Mace Windu. Everybody else was blue or green. Was that it? Yeah. I was thinking there were some others. He's the only one who had a purple one. I guess I'll go blue. Okay. Just because... Braves colors. Yeah, I, I would probably wouldn't be a Jedi. Indian I'd color. probably go in the other way on this. I'd have a red one, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, let's see here. Trey Taylor wants to know: Are we secretly happy the MSU women aren't good, 
so we don't have to worry about them playing the national championship the same night as WrestleMania. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm not secretly happy about that, though. No, so. Well, I mean, there's two nights of WrestleMania, so yeah, they couldn't true. hit both of them. That's right. Wasn't no, the national championship... I guess it was on a Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah. Never mind. I was yeah. going to say, was it not on a Monday, but... No, it was on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Goodness. Uh, Miller time. If we were to eventually move on from Howland, I've seen a lot of fans be all in on the idea of trying to bring back Stansberry. I admit I've had some fun with the idea, but aren't many of the issues fans have with Howland the same ones they had with Rick over his final years? I, I think the main issue we're discussing here is they just didn't win enough. But I think from a, a program standpoint... I don't think the, the inmates are running the asylum the way they did under Stansberry there at the end. No, I think, I mean, Howland's in charge. Uh, and he showed with uh, Iverson Molinar, one of his stars, back a couple weeks ago, that he's not afraid to bench you. Yeah. If, if you're just a few minutes late to something, he'll he'll set you. Um, I mean, I think Ben Howland is the sheriff. He's in charge yeah, of things. I agree with for that. For sure. Um, as for the Stansberry deal, I, I'm not in favor. I'm not in favor of that. First off, he has not gotten to the tournament at Western Kentucky yet. It's not like he's you know turned that program into a juggernaut. They've been good, but they have not gotten in. And then, I mean, you just got to move on. You got to find a new young head coach who can bring excitement to the program. If Howland can't turn this around, yeah. Which Unless they're, I mean, look, if Nate Oates wants to hop down eighty-two, you do that, right? But well, that would be a young, exciting <laughs> coach. Actually, that fit the bill. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's there there are exceptions, I guess, as far as I mean, yeah, if you can get an exciting sitting head coach somewhere to come in, have at it. But I mean, yeah, if you move on from Howland, you would think you would go the young, exciting route, whatever yeah, that is, some and whoever that is. Coach that, that you, You're talking yeah. about stands. Um, Rick Ray was an, is an assistant at Colorado, I think. Did they make the tournament? They were right right there on the cusp, I think. I don't know the answer to that. I think it's Colorado he was an assistant at. And they were close. Um, yeah, they're a five seed. He's an assistant there? I think that's right. Well, good for him. Rick Ray is... Yeah, right here. Colorado Buffs, June 26, 2020. Well, good for them. Uh, Rick Ray named men's basketball assistant coach, University of Colorado. I always liked Rick Ray. Not a great coach, but a good guy. I didn't cover Rick. I was still sitting in the stands during his tenure. Well, you had it rough. <laughs> like I said, I at least had the benefit of getting to know the guy, and he was a good guy, just yeah. not a good coach at all. I mean, I got always got the impression he was a really good guy. Yeah. All right, let's move forward here. Where did he uh, – oh, God. I clicked on the wrong thing there. Here we go. Daniel Montgomery. If someone is deathly afraid of drowning, is the phrase come hell or high water redundant? I mean... Yeah. It kind of is. I mean, if you drown, you're... If you drown and you, you've given your life to the Lord, though, hell's not coming. So, I, I guess mean, you're right. In that case, it's not redundant. But, you know, it's not good, so... So, I guess it's only redundant if uh, you don't know the Lord. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> There's your sermon for the day. All right. Uh, the Noble Dude, and here it is. What do we do about Nikki McCray-Penson? Not making the tournament is inexcusable. Shades of Joe Moorhead. Well, we talked a lot about this on yesterday's podcast, obviously. Um, I am of the opinion that nothing's going to happen this year. You're going to you know, move forward. But I think we have learned that it's possible that year two could be, that could be it. 
I think Mississippi State not only needs to be back in the NCAA tournament, they need to be back towards the top of the nation standings. I mean, that's where this program was. And I don't know if they can do that, but that's what I'm saying they need to do. Yeah, they got a, they got their work cut out for them, man. Because I don't know... I don't know what this roster's going to look like. I mean, as we've mentioned on this show, there's been plenty of rumblings that there's going to be some kind of significant turnover with yeah. the group, and yeah. you don't know who you're bringing back, and you kind of got to hope that some of your recruits hit, and I, a lot has to go right. Yeah, her, her recruiting class needs to have a couple of instant impact stars, and I don't know that it does, but they, they need to be good. I mean, and what then, she does have, and I feel like what she'll have no matter what here, is a couple of really, I think, exciting, dependable pieces with Maya Taylor and uh, Madison Hayes. I mean, you agree with that? Those two have yes. a lot of ump. Yes. I yeah. mean, it's good and to have just, that, those two on your... Just the, what but you got to have something players. else. Yeah, you know, is Rakia Jackson? I mean, I, I think it's obvious Rakia Jackson. There, there's some, there's some issues there. Jessica Carter. I mean, if she's going to keep playing like she's five foot six, what good is she? I mean, you're six foot three, six foot four. You need to play like a big post player, but she takes ten fadeaways every game. You know, she's not playing down. So I mean, there's there's a lot of issues with this team. So I, I, right now, whatever the roster looks like, it will look very different. I think in a month and a half, two months. And we'll just see where it takes us from there. Um, Peyton Neely, if you could bring one restaurant to Starkville, what would it be? So, what's, what's a restaurant Joel Coleman would like to see? Joel, please pick something exciting and interesting. Please, please don't just say, you know, raising canes. I, I, please oh, don't. I don't. You know, you know that I am a. I know, I know, but just not don't a say, raising. I mean, I'm, I, I like raising canes. Say something but interesting. Raising canes isn't this great thing that everybody makes out to be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Plain old chicken strips. It is. Um, I mean, are we going chain here? Is that what we're doing? I, mean, I, I guess, guess you have yeah, to, so yeah. people have to know what it is. Yeah, I mean, unless you got like a particular kind of restaurant you're interested in. I mean, I know you've mentioned you know Italian before. Yeah, but I mean, what's a chain Italian? I mean, Olive Garden is the only thing that comes to mind. Oh, there's and, plenty. There's Macaroni Grill and you know, a few others. Carabas. Carabas is great, actually. I don't guess I've ever eaten at a Carabas. You'd like it. That's Italian food, but it's also like it's sort of meat driven. I guess that's where I'd go. Is something that's something Italian. That, yeah. We're getting to Chipotle. Honestly, like the, the, the fast food or like that kind of I wish we had a five guys. I love five guys burgers. I'm a big fan. I wish we had something like that. Because you know, like going to Bulldog Burger is one thing. Like you know, sit down and, and enjoy a burger, that's fine. But if I just want to get a burger to go, I'd rather have better options than McDonald's and Wendy's and all that. I hadn't gotten a hamburger from McDonald's or Wendy's or parties or Sonic or mm-hmm. something like that. A hamburger from there, mm-hmm. it has been probably a decade. Well, there you go. That's what I'm saying. We need we need a... Uh, Every hamburger I've gotten has been, I mean, either like mug shots or... Need a, need a Five Guys. At home or... You could eat for three days off that bag of fries. <laughs> All right, Dalton Lee, on an average day... And you day, put A1 on it. I mean... That's true. Dalton Lee, on an average day, how many pigeons do you think you could carry? At least two. Yeah. I think three might be the most. I can sort of stack them together. I don't know that I can carry more than three pigeons. Yeah, we're not going over three. No. No. Uh, <laughs> a lot of Nikki McCray questions. 
Will Friedenreich. Friedenreich. If you had to move somewhere in the world, where would it be? Atlanta, GA. Actually, right outside of Atlanta, GA, around yeah. the Smyrna area, Marietta. Yeah. That sort of thing. A couple uh, exits away. Yeah. 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 That'd be a nice little, nice little spot That's for me. That's a good call. I don't know where I would want to live other than here. I mean, because it depends on money, right? Yeah. Like, do I have enough money to do what I want to do? In that case, Las Vegas. <laughs> Actually, the, the real answer here, while that would be a lot of fun to, to be in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I'm not a city guy. Like, I would be A-OK if you just gave me several acres in the middle of nowhere. And uh, see, I, I, don't, I don't mind the city. I like having stuff to do. I mean, I, I'm good. Give me a back porch. I'll figure it out. As long as I got some... I mean, I do need a little internet connectivity, you know. I don't want to be yeah. out there... Having to pump, you know, get a hamster or something to run around a wheel to get my electricity. <laughs> I don't. I don't need that. But uh, what's your favorite sport to watch? It's not basketball, football, or baseball. This one's easy for me. What about you? Yeah, yours is soccer. Yeah. Um, that's not basketball, football, or baseball. Big what three, is my yeah. favorite sport? It used to would have been if you considered a sport NASCAR. I used to yeah. really like NASCAR, but I, I hadn't. I don't really keep up anymore. Um. I guess pro wrestling's out, huh? I guess I mean, that counts. No, it doesn't count. Not not not, a, not really a sport. <laughs> the answer actually may be tennis. Really? Yeah, I enjoy tennis. Okay. I'll sit there sometimes writing and just have tennis on if it's if there's a tournament of some kind during the day and things. So it's, yeah. Yeah, soccer's my answer. How long do you think till football can become a powerhouse team? I mean, what's a powerhouse? We're talking a consistent top ten team. Don't hold your breath, Will. Yeah. It's tough to imagine that, isn't it? I mean, State's, you know, gotten up there and things, but could you imagine having a consistent top 10 football could, program? Here's what, what I'm saying is, could Mississippi State be Florida in football? I mean, it doesn't feel like And it. even then, Florida has a couple years where they're down. In a decade, they might have two years where they're down. So you're saying eight years, you're a top 10 team. That's what Florida does. That's what Auburn tends to be around. LSU tends to be around. Could State do that? I don't think so. I mean, to do that, a lot of things have to happen. Alabama's got to take a step back. I mean, step one of that happening mm-hmm. is Nick Saban finding something else that's, to do. That's, yeah, something else has to happen. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not just about Mississippi State. So, uh, Justin Strawn, eight thirty-one p.m. Good job. Uh, on a, I know there are a lot of loopholes to this, but on a scale of one to ten, how surprised are you? That the women are playing are not in the postseason and the men are. Ten? Yeah. Ten. One hundred percent of ten. I mean, I would have said zero chance that's happening if you would have asked, would that will this happen in yeah. October? I'd have said zero chance. I would have only been more surprised. I wouldn't be any more surprised if I woke up tomorrow <laughs> with my head sun under the car. How come snoring only wakes up the people who hear the snoring but not the snorer? Why does being the source of the sound prevent a snorer from waking up? I haven't been told I snore terribly, but at the same time, I have never woken up because of snoring. But I hear my wife snore. I'm not. Uh, I've said snore too many times. <laughs> says, says, doing, doing that, that thing. thing in your head. Um, I mean, I have kind of woken myself up. Before. I mean, I'm not a much of a snore, I don't think. I've not been told that I am. Uh, but I have kind of woken myself up before doing snoring like... Sound like I, I think that you can. I mean, I don't think everybody does, but 
Yeah. I mean, I think when you wake yourself up snoring, it's because you get like a, a bad one. Yeah. And it's like you, you stop breathing for a second and just like <laughs> you just shoot yourself awake. But like the sound, of, I mean, I guess it's the same thing like people who talk in their sleep. It doesn't wake me up, but people who hear, I know that I talk in my sleep. People have told me about it. <laughs> I got so. a buddy who's uh, back when we were like 13, 14, we had an all-star tournament down in Hattiesburg. And um, we had a coach in every room. His daddy was our coach. But, man, he, we all tried to sleep. And I've never heard snoring like that. I mean, just hotel uh, was right. The windows were rattling, man. I mean, it I was I have a friend that we incredible. took a road trip with. And you would have thought somebody was like, you know, trying to torture a donkey. <laughs> I've never heard a noise, a human being make a noise like he did when he snored. It was incredible. You had to go to sleep before him. Because if you if he went to sleep first, no chance. <laughs> so. uh, my daughter asked for milk with ice a while back. Why is this not normal like it is for every other drink? Because I found that to be quite odd. Because you get watered-down milk. Yeah, you're putting water in your milk is what you're doing. And I get you're doing that with Coca-Cola, too, but Coca-Cola is mainly water. Tea is mainly water. But, you know, it's kind of... We'll, we'll bring back up a sponsor here. Strange Brew. If I yeah. go over there and get an iced latte yeah. of some kind, I mean, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's iced milk that has espresso in it. You should make milk ice cubes. Just freeze a tray of milk, so when you do that, you can just have ice cold milk but you don't water anything down that feels million like a million dollar, dollar idea, idea yeah there it is my wife arranged a tea time for my son and i at tpc southwind the golf course where the saint jude classic is played every year on tuesday uh i usually shoot mid 80s to mid 90s how bad do you think my score will be playing the course the praise the pros play on feels like you should add 20 strokes right I'm probably not the best one to ask because I don't know how that translates over. I mean, I, I, that just seems right to me. If, if you're shooting 80 at, a, at your normal golf course, if you're going to go play the TPC, I would probably expect to shoot 100. I'll go with you. I mean, I just, just, I'm just, I feel like if you if you break 100, 100, you should feel really good about yourself. Uh, let's see here. What do we got here? Um, all right, Jack Butts wants to know. Um, I know I may be looking down the road, but if Leach doesn't work out, Cohen would most likely be out as OD. Would Keenum and company be wise to go after another Power 5 AD or pick someone from the group of five ranks? I have always said two things about the athletic director position at Mississippi State. Is that A, I want to have never heard of them before they take the job. Right? Because you're not getting Gene Smith or, or Greg Byrne or anybody like that, right? So... I, I don't want to know. I don't want, and I don't want somebody who's connected to Mississippi State this next time around. I want new ideas, new vision. But then, secondly, you got to look at it the same way you would look at a uh, coaching search. The group of five ideas is good. Go get somebody who's been successful and built up a group of five athletic program. Or I just mentioned Greg Byrne and Gene Smith. Go get their number two guy. Who's the number two guy at Alabama, at Florida, at at Ohio State, at Texas? Those are the guys you're looking at, at for Mississippi State. Who are those guys? I have no idea. But those are the guys I'm looking at. I mean, I'll tell you, I don't I don't have a lick of clue here. And, I mean, everybody listening should be rooting like heck that John Cohen is the AD for decades. That means everything's going outstanding. Um, if, for whatever reason, State had to go look, though, I would be shocked if one of the first two or three calls isn't Scott Weatherby at Eastern Michigan. 
I, I wouldn't mean, call him. I would be shocked if, if that wasn't call one of the first. Nope. Don't want anybody who's been at Mississippi State. I want new ideas and new vision. That's just my thoughts. I mean, I... Not that I don't like Scott. Great guy, but... I mean, has Eastern Michigan become a really great athletic program under his watch? I mean, I don't keep up with Eastern well, Michigan that's my enough point. to know. You know, I mean, I would look at somebody else. I, I, just, I just would. Based on recent history, who is Mississippi State's most likely sweep in SEC play that's currently a top-five team? So, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, and who's the other? Is Florida in the top five? I think so. All right. I would State, say it's State really plays Ole them Miss. all. It's Ole Miss. It's Ole Miss. Yeah, I mean it's a team that you've you've dominated for yeah. four or five years who's, now. Who's and struggled a little bit in non-conference play? They look like they might have a few I issues mean, here and there. Especially if Nikhazy can't get back into their rotation anytime soon. Here, I don't know. I don't know what his injury situation is, but he's a big piece. Yeah, of it. I mean, because I mean, look, you play Vandy, you're going to run into both Rocker and Lighter. One or the other, you feel like it's going to get you. Yeah, yeah. Um. Arkansas is just a complete total team. Like yeah. you, you feel like they're they getting, hit the ball so well. They're, they're, um, they're, they're the they're the team that I'm interested to see play Mississippi State. Florida's one I don't really know a ton about, so I guess you they can make a though. case for them to yeah. to be because I I mean is that, but I just part of this is I've watched Ole Miss of that grouping. Yeah, Ole That's Miss the is team the that I've answer. seen the more, and I think it's and not, uh, like we said, the recent history too. It seems to indicate. All right. All right, so Jack wants your NLE standings. This or his. He's got the Braves winning the division by seven games. Oh, man. I hope you're right. 96 but I don't think you wins. Are. Uh, then he has Mets, Nationals, Marlins, and he has Phillies in last. Boy, that Bryce Harper trade is really paying off for them. Or not trade. Free agency. Deal. Yeah. Uh, I can't say. I think over the course of a 162 game season, the Marlins are. They're better. I mean, they made the playoffs last year, remember? But yeah. I just think over the course of 162, out of the teams in that division, I think the the Marlins are, are going to end up being the last place team. Yeah, I may be wrong, but I, that's just what I feel. I could see Philly's fourth place, though. Yeah. Um, I'll go... Uh, the Mets need health, and if they get it, they'll, be num- they'll finish second yeah. if they're healthy. And then that's three. Okay. So, yeah, Braves, Mets, Nats, Phillies, Marlins is mine. Right. And I, the Braves winning the division, uh, I'll say Braves winning the division by, like, three games. I mean, it, I think it'll be Ooh, yeah, tight yeah, all the way to the end. He had a big win. I know. I, I, that division's going to eat each other alive, man. It's so good. All right, let's move on into the second half of the rumblings. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I was at Welcome Home Beef today. Got a nice little party package for us this weekend for our cookout. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, man, they've just got so many great products there in the store. And, of course, they're putting great products on the shelf at your local grocery store as well. If you haven't found out that your your grocery store in, in up here in North Mississippi is carrying Welcome Home Brief products, you need to find out why. Talk, contact your local butchers and say, hey, Mississippi company, great products. Why would we not want to have that on the shelf here in our town? So make it happen. And if you are in Starkville, man, I can't, I can't give you enough of a push in the front door at Welcome Home Beef to see what they've got to offer you. A lot of great different, a lot of great cuts, different stuff than you're going to find anywhere else. And of course, the food truck up and running, offering lunch five days a week. You just can't go wrong. Go see Welcome Home Beef today. Call them at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. You find out the best important thing about Welcome Home Beef is... It just tastes good. 
Our good friends over at Two Brothers Smoked Meats want to see you when Mississippi State baseball is in town, and I tell you what, you can't make a much better decision than that. Go enjoy some fantastic food, some great drinks out there on their patio right there in the Cotton District. What a spot for people watching that is. And if you get there early and before the game, it's just a short walk over to Duty Noble Field. So baseball and barbecue go together. But, of course, Two Brothers is so much more than just barbecue. It is southern smoked soul food at its finest. 621 University Drive, that's where you'll go to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems wants to help you out. They want to put your business in a position to succeed, and they also want to guarantee you the kind of quality customer service that only a great local business can provide. Advantage Business Systems have been helping people just like you for nearly 50 years. They are a Mississippi business through and through, and they want to help out their neighbors today. So why don't you give them a call and find out what they can do for you and put more profits in the bank and less problems on your shoulders. Call them today at 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. You'll find out how Advantage Business Systems can help your business do business. Let's just get right back into it here. Trotter Flynn, I missed Game 2 of the Stanford Super Regional due to a work thing. My dad and brother-in-law went without me. Would have been a cool family moment. What's the biggest MSU moment you've missed? The biggest Mississippi State moment I've missed... Uh, when they uh, the, one of the first things that came to mind whenever um, Croom upset Florida, I wasn't there. Uh, what year was that? Uh, 04, 04. His first year. Yeah, I wasn't there for that one. I had some some of that good old uh, what you call it FOMO. I guess yeah. it's not fear of missing out if you did miss out, but right, right, right. Uh, miss not being there for that is one that still kind of. I hate that I didn't get to make it that day. I'm trying to think, is there anything else huge? I, I wasn't at the 99 Egg Bowl. I was watching it on TV. I was at that. But, I mean, how old were you? 14. Yeah. Uh, I left the 2007 Egg Bowl early. I think we've talked about that, so I don't know if that really counts, though. Um, <sighs> I didn't cover the women so I was not in attendance for the UConn shot. Robbie was. Neither was I. Yeah, I wasn't at that. Um, so I was trying to think about like a little closer to home. Like I haven't. I didn't go to a bowl game. I never. I never. I never went to a bowl game that Mullen participated in. I don't think. No, I didn't. So I don't know. I feel like all the big moments of the Mullen ten- tenure, I was there. I'm trying to. Yeah. I. I, I I know one. I wasn't at the game in 14 down at LSU. I would have liked to have been there at that. Yeah, I was watching on TV as yeah, well. I was watching and on that TV. was That's before I was on the beat. Yeah. I was on the beat, but I just I didn't want It had been really cool to uh, – now, in, in 13, I did go to Omaha for the national championship, uh, the series there at the end against UCLA. Mm-hmm. It would have been cool to have been there the day that, I mean, Renfro hits the homer, the salute. You, you clinch a spot in the national final. Right. First Mississippi State team to ever play for a national championship. I mean, that would have been a really cool day to be there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Let's see here. Ben Coker, what is the scenario to have a new women's basketball coach next season? Scandal. Yeah. That's. I mean, I I don't really know of – unless there's something like we talked about yesterday a little bit, not appropriate or something going on behind the scenes. I mean – Yeah, there's nothing there. I I just – She's coming back. And what about for next year? What are the odds that there will be a new coach this time next year? Uh, it's 
I don't know, man. I mean, we talked about it earlier. She's got her work cut out for her to have a good year next year. Yeah. And if she doesn't, I mean, Mississippi State set the precedent with football that if you disappoint for two years in a row and the chips aren't exactly right, they'll right. make a move. So they'll make a move. I mean, what? Go ahead. No, no, I just, I don't know what the odds are. I don't know what to put the number at. But yeah. I mean, is it possible that next year we're talking about it? Yeah. What are the uh, what percentage does the of the current basketball roster do you think will be here next year? Less than half. Feels like less than half. I'll I'll say half. Okay. I'll, I'll just cut it right down the middle. All right. More from Ben Coker. Uh, what is your prediction? What's our prediction for the starting rotation for LSU? We talked about that some yesterday. We feel like I feel like McLeod is locked into Friday. I think Bednar is going to get a start. I'm not sure what day it is. And then my other question is Sarantola or Fristo, but I think, I think it's Sarantola. I right think now. yesterday I said uh, put Bednar on Saturday. Um, excuse me, keep Sarantola on Saturday because that's when he's been starting, and then let Bednar have the Sunday, which then of course puts Fristo in the pen. But again, I think he'll still probably throw about the same amount of innings as he would have thrown starting. You know, he may just piggyback on Bedner or something. Right. Uh, if you were to have another child, sorry, Joel, Whew. and your wife gave you complete naming rights without any restrictions, what name would you choose? You know, I pretty much named all three of ours. Okay. I mean, it had her approval, and she liked them all. But I guess I, I guess I kind of already did that with all three. So if I had a fourth one... Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have any idea. I don't even want to think about it, man. Is it time for Chipper Coleman? <laughs> or oh, just Chip. Chip Coleman. I don't know what I'd go with. I told uh, my see my wife and I when we first started about having a kid, we said uh, that we were going to if it was a boy, I got to pick the pick the name, and if it was a girl, she got to pick the name. So we had two girls. So the second name was a, co- a collaboration, but the first name was was all her. And I said, if we had a boy, I wanted to name him Leonidas. <laughs> what a great name that would be, you know. And just call him Leo or Lee. Yeah. I mean, you make it work, but Leonidas, hey Leonidas, dad. hey dad. Why, why not? You know. So something like that, or you know, like Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> just, just to mess with her. Uh, let's see here. Shelby Beach, Brian, how long before the Saints get another franchise quarterback? We both know Winston probably isn't the guy right. I I, I do think that Winston is not the, the guy. So I don't know. You know, I don't know the answer to that. I gotta see what Winston does this year, and then, you know, do the Saints tank badly enough that they can get a, a high draft pick? I don't know. Who's the top quarterback coming out next year? I don't I don't know the answer to that right now. Matt Corral. No. He's up there, man. I mean, he's gonna be up there, but I don't know that he's I don't know. JT You're going to have to Daniels. root for Matt Corral your, the rest of your life. Or I for the next for couple decades. Uh, I guess I can do it again. Um, Joel, how much longer does Darno stay in Atlanta? Um, if he'll take a short-term deal, I could see him adding another year on after this one. But if he's not going to take a short-term deal... I mean, if he has a monster year this year, that'd be two straight monster years. He could get a multi-year deal somewhere. And I don't think the Braves would do that with a couple of pretty well thought of catching prospects behind him with Langliers and Contreras. So mm-hmm. I, I'll kind of go ahead and say – I'll say this is it. I'll say this this will be his last year, which is just his second year, but still. 
Double A, Andy Atkinson has a question. Notre Dame's streak of 24 consecutive women's NCAA tournament appearances came to an end. They also declined a WNIT invitation. How rare is it for a powerhouse that was in the title game a couple seasons ago to fall so fast? Well, I guess from that particular title game, the sample size is 100%. I don't know. It's yeah, weird. I, I hadn't gone back to do the research, but I'm going to say it hadn't happened much. two years from now, Alabama and Clemson combined for six wins in football. It's not even. It's not. I mean, I know it's not register. I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's sort of a similar situation. What did Notre? I'm asking you a question. You don't know. I don't know. I was going to say, what did Notre Dame do last year? Don't know. In the Uh, Darren Abernathy. Darren Abernathy. I'm sorry. Are you okay with losing the hour of sleep and gaining the extra daylight in the evening? Related, if you had to choose to stay on one time, or you spring forward or fall back? This. Yeah, I would much rather have the extra daylight. I used to be a fallback kind of guy. But not anymore. I like I like I like walking out of the door at six o'clock and the sun's still out. Uh, and I like you know when I get the kids in the afternoon, there's still some daylight time to yeah. play outside yeah, yeah. and do. Give me this all. Just leave it here. I don't understand why we have to do the flipping and the flopping. Why? It's twenty twenty one. Can we not just pick a time? You and would stick think. With it? You would think. I'm not reading T.J. Hand's offer to us this week. It's just it's gross. Oh, not, I did read that. Though. I'm not taking that. And significant pain would be involved. And no, I'm not. No, I'm not, I'm no. not interested. Uh-uh. So don't want any part of that. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Ace Swenson wants to know what's your favorite color Fruit Loop. Uh green. I'm a red guy. Uh, let's see here. If your favorite school was having COVID issues and had two games scheduled in the next two days. Which one would you cancel? <laughs> I'd cancel the first one so you can hold everybody. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. Don't, I don't. I don't really know what's going on with that. That old Miss situation. I, I don't. I don't get it. I also don't get how you like you have potential availability issues. State has twenty-seven pitchers. They could play. I think State could play seven games in a week and never run the same guy out there more than twice. Maybe the whole Miss Rebel pitching staff had a sleepover and like. 25 of the 27 touched each other. Like, do they do each other's nails? I, maybe. I don't know. Fight. <laughs> play truth or dare, spin the bottle. They played uh, light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> um, yeah, we're joking, but I, I don't have any idea. You know, I, I mean, I guess the truthful answer here is they have so many that have been contact traced and all that that they only have enough pitching for one game and they don't want to risk, you know, throwing guys on back-to-back days in a midweek with SEC play starting this weekend. I mean, from that standpoint, I kind of get it, but it is it does look strange. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, Stank Dog, what a great name. <laughs> Did y'all watch Megan the Stallion perform WAP at the Grammys? I did not. Uh, I, I don't know who you are, Stank Dog, but I want you to divine what you know of Joel Coleman and Brian Haydad <laughs> and ask yourself that question again. I don't know that I've ever watched the Grammys ever. Why would I watch the Grammys? I don't care about... <laughs> and I, I don't even know what or who Megan the Stallion is. Other than I have heard her name before, I, I couldn't tell you anything about her. I assume she's a singer. That's all I know. I mean, Megan the Stallion could walk in this room right now, and I would have no clue who she I was. I would be like, Madam, we're trying to record a podcast. I need you to leave. Other than that, I have no idea who she is. So, no, to answer your question, no, I didn't see it. I didn't even know the Grammys happened. Yeah. Like, did they actually have, like, on-stage performances? They had uh, they had people there? I did actually know the Grammys happened because uh, our 
WCBI friend Courtney Robb posted a uh, Instagram post of her at the studio and said that they were. Uh, I can't remember who else was anchoring that night, but they were captives of the Grammy. They had to wait till the Grammys went off the air to do their newscast. Oh, okay. So I, I, I'd forgotten that, but yeah. So I guess I did know the Grammys had happened, but yeah, I don't know who Megan The Stallion is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brian McDuff, my good friend, wants to know, how fast would you go on the interstate if there were no highway patrolmen? So no chance of getting busted. How fast does Joel Coleman drive? Uh, I'd probably still stick around 75. Really? Yeah. I don't I, care anything about going 100. And, well, I mean, I like to get there quickly. I feel like as long as I'm safe, I wouldn't mind going close to 100. I've, I've topped 100 on the uh, a couple Well, I mean, I, I guess I have too, but I get to thinking, man. When I, when I get up to a certain... Yeah. Speed. I'm thinking. I'm I'm relying an awful lot on nuts and bolts and things to just you're stay working, together. You're relying on American workers, is what you're relying on. How dare you? You don't Still. think an American, the American worker, can provide a safe automobile? For yeah, you? I mean, I guess, but I get to thinking Goodness. about that kind of stuff. I mean, just I, I, I'd rather cruise along at my relaxed seventy-five-ish, and I feel a little better about things than pedal to the floor. All right. Isn't there a What's the thing overseas? The Autobahn. Autobahn. There you go. Go as fast as you want. Yeah. Uh, Another one from A. Swenson. How many College World Series have your pets seen by MSU Baseball in their lives? Uh, Blue has seen two. Uh, Seamus has is is only is not even a year old, so only one for him. Well, we just now have one dog at our house, and that's Hammer. I got him in January of two thousand and nine, and so he would have seen thirteen. Yeah. Um. Would have seen what was the next time they went? Eighteen. Eighteen. Nineteen. So he's seen, he's he's seen three Omaha trips. Yeah. The late Samson and Agamemnon saw four. They saw oh seven, uh, thirteen, eighteen, and nineteen. So there you go. Some fortunate days for our pets. Yeah, yeah. Got to see a football team go to number one in the country. Yeah. Uh, Jackson says, LSU this past weekend blew 4-0 and 9-4 ninth-inning leads versus Texas San Antonio, as well as giving up a bunch of runs in the extras. Their bullpen looks terrible. Why do I have a feeling this is the weekend they'll get it all figured out and all their closers turn into Mariano Rivera? What are your thoughts on the series this weekend, and can we break the voodoo curse? We'll give our thoughts more on Friday, but, I mean, you know he's right. right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a war this weekend in Baton Rouge. (laughs) You can just take that to the bank. Yeah. I loved, by the way, you and Chris's interaction on Super Talk yesterday mm-hmm. in talking about if any wildlife runs on yeah. the field. And he, he said, <laughs> I got Brad Cumbus and Tanner Allen out there. I'm not worried about any wildlife. <laughs> I, I, I like his idea like that somewhere in like one of the in the bat bags, Tanner's got a 30-06 just sitting, oh, hold on. <laughs> History repeats itself, right? It used to be Renfro, Renfro and Wes Ray, and now yeah. it's Tanner Allen, Brad Gumbus. Exactly. Uh, Brian, would you rather Chelsea win the Champions League in the FA Cup this year or win only the Premier League next year, crashing out of the other two competitions? I'd rather win two trophies than one, so we'll go with this year. Champions League especially. And then uh, we got a start, bench, or cut. The 85 baseball team, the 96 Final Four team, or the 2013 baseball team? Oh, I mean the only the only team in school history to get to the final four, the only men's team. You got to keep them, right? I think so. Yeah, the thirteen baseball season was a very uneventful one. It's like they just got hot in the postseason. 
But it was such a fun cast of characters. But how do you take out that? How do you take that out eighty five and, and Clark and yeah? I guess you cut that thirteen bunch, but I feel uncomfortable doing it. I think if I was more than like a week old, whenever the eighty five team was going through their college world series run, maybe I'd feel differently. But I, I, that thirteen bunch is so close to me. I'm actually. Maybe sacrilege to say it, but I'm going to cut the 85 bunch wow, just because I, I would saw, not do that. Well, I, I I lived through the 13 one. I mean, I, I saw it. I, I, I the other guys as historic as if I'd lived through that one, it'd probably be the 13 team I, I would be cutting, but I didn't. So right. Uh, Jason Neal Galt says, realistically, to take two out of three from LSU, how far do our starting pitchers need to go? I don't think it has anything to do with the starting pitchers because you trust your bullpen. It's more about how many runs are you getting. You're going to have to score. Yeah. I mean, you agree with that? I 100% agree. Yeah, I mean, if I told you that McLeod and Med- Bedner and Costello, Costello uh, McLeod, what did I say? Sarantola. Sarantola. Did I say did I say McLeod twice? You said you said McLeod, Bedner, and Costello. I think is what you said. And then I and then I said McLeod again. <laughs> McLeod, Bedner, and Sarantola only gave you a combined 15 innings. I mean, you're probably still fine because that means Landon Sims got two or three innings. Brandon Smith got two or three innings. Preston Johnson. Fristo. Don't forget, if, if you're not starting Fristo, yeah, you can throw him Parker in that mix. Stinnett, all these guys are going to get innings. The, the, the starting pitching is not the concern for me at all. Is one of the is it possible one of the reasons Vic Schaefer left is he knew this team wouldn't gel? If you go back a year, Schaefer threw out a lot of hints that the attitudes on this team weren't right. I'm not saying that's why he left. I'm saying he had an idea, though. I, this is a lot of me just throwing in opinion and I didn't cover Vic Schaefer you know I didn't really start um paying full-time attention to the to the women until this season so I I'm by no means an authority but I will forever believe he had I don't think it's the reason he left but I think he had an inclination he had his work cut out for him this year if he stayed yeah um so yeah I Perhaps he had the foresight to know that it was going to be a little bit of an uphill battle for this bunch, and boy, was it. Can you think of a worse ending than the ending of the exploding barbed wire death match? No. That is one of the worst endings in worst wrestling history. I can't can't remember. To any TV show, Mm -hmm. to any anything. It was... But that said, I will give uh, AEW credit. I think they've done a good job of... Covering they, everything up. They have. They have. But in the moment, I yeah. mean... Watching that, I was just like... Eddie Kingston had to sell that like he'd been shot by a rifle. Yeah. And, and all it was was a couple of sparklers went off on the ring post. Yeah. It was really poorly done. I don't know how that happens, but whatever. All right, we've got our favorite pick two and leave one from Gil Mancling. <laughs> First off with ice cream. I know it's a tough one for you. Dairy Queen, Ben and Jerry's, Baskin Robbins. Um... I'm I, Baskin Robbins is staying because I like their yogurt option there. Okay. Um, I think I'm keeping Dairy Queen too. So, see, but the thing about Ben and Jerry's is this: it's, it's it's six bucks for a pint of ice cream. Dairy Queen and Baskin Robbins have more affordable options. Uh, Dairy Queen is definitely staying because the dip cone, as we have mm-hmm. said many times, maybe my favorite dessert of all time. Jerry Maguire, Top Gun, and a few good men. Uh, I'm keeping Maguire and Top Gun. I love those two movies. I'm keeping Top Gun and A Few Good Men. I've never okay. seen Jerry Maguire. I like it. Yeah. So, movies, TV shows, music. 
That's a very broad one. It is. If you told here's how I look at that. If you told me today that you there's one of those three that you can never do again. If you said Joel, you can never watch a movie again. I'm okay with that. I'd be really compl- yeah. I'd be okay with that. Because I mean, I, I find entertainment and TV shows just well, okay. Couldn't it be the other way around, Joel? You can't watch a TV show again. I would rather have TV shows over movies. Because the thing with TV shows is like, how broad is that? Does that count as like NFL game day? Stuff like, can I not watch sports? So, yeah. I would probably pick TV shows. I'm, and I'm not a humongous music guy, but you can't take it out of my life. Yeah. Like, when you drive places, you just want to hear music. Yeah, there, you just have those. You can't, you can't take music out of people's lives because there are places that just play music. <laughs> that, too. Yeah. yeah. But of those three, yeah. I mean, if you told me I can never watch a movie again, I'm fine. Yeah. The Beatles, Led Zeppelin, and the Rolling Stones. I'm... Is this sacrilege too? I, I'm not. I'm not a humongous Beatles guy. So, Ooh, if I mean, Robert St. John's listening, he's gonna get mad at me. But yeah, the Beatles are the ones that's coming out for me. Yeah. And then last, cake, pie, and ice cream. Um, I'm going back to teenage Joel days here. What would I kick out? I'd probably kick out cake. Cake is the answer to me. Yeah. Live without cake. Because I mean, because we have determined cheesecake is a pie. Yeah. Also, shout out to Gil. He uh, somebody answered his question and he immediately rebuked them. Good job, Gil. <laughs> Patty Dub, this is the, maybe the toughest question we've ever had. What is the best wrestling match ever? I know what for, you think. For me, it's Taker Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 25. The best wrestling match, and I'm thinking even in terms of the actual wrestling, is Flair Steamboat at the Chi Town Rumble. Best two out of three falls. Incredible. Good stuff. That's my answer. Barrett Brutton wants to know, did Vic know something about... Oh, we already answered that. Never mind. Will any close calls go our way in Alex Box? And he put the laughing emoji because he knows the answer to that. <laughs> Absolutely not. No chance of that happening. Uh, here we go. The Flying M. Rank these MSU Scots. Okay. Don Scott, Scott Polk, Scott Strickland, Scott Tanksley, Scott Weatherfield. Westerfield, I'm Westerfield. sorry. Yeah, Weatherfield. What the hell? Okay. Uh, Scott Strickland was last. Man. I mean, first off, he was just the athletic director. Like, what did he do? You know, I mean... He kind of got some of these facilities projects up did, and going. but I mean, the, the, the athletes are what matters here. Okay? Plus, he abandoned Mississippi State. He's last. And then I'm probably going to go the two baseball guys next. So... I think we'll probably put Tanksley ahead of Polk. I'm good with that. All right. And then it's... Although Polk got some run here lately, didn't he, with the... With the, the joke. No-hitter. Yeah. Well, the uh, he was part of that no-hitter thing, right? Oh, in 2000? Yeah. Oh, was he? I didn't know that. Um, and then we've got... I think you have to go Westerfield second and Don Scott first. I mean, Scott Field is named for him. He was an Olympian. I'm good with that. All right. So our rankings are Don Scott, Scott Westerfield, Scott Tanksley, Scott Polk, Scott Strickland. That's Very a good, good list. All right, now we have to rank these MSU Richards and Ricks. Richard Delk, Richard Lee, Richard Williams, Rick Dixon, who we've learned hit an eighth-inning three-home run home run in the 1979 SEC Tournament Championship game to beat Florida. Okay. And then Rick Ray and Rick Stansbury. As I just said, he's a great guy, but Rick Ray is dead last on this list. And then I'm going to go Rick Dixon here because we only know one thing about him. Yeah. Okay. 
Now I get to Richard Delk transferred out. You know what? I'm putting Richard Delk behind Rick Dixon because at least Rick Dixon didn't transfer out. Do you know that? I don't know. I don't think you confident. <laughs> I feel confident that a college athlete in 1979 probably didn't transfer out. And then we have Richard Lee, Richard Williams, and Rick Stansberry. Richard Lee had a good career, mm-hmm. but I think the fight here is between the two basketball coaches for the top spot. And for that, I mean, you have both guys won an SEC title, but only one, one guy went got to a the final four. Here's your answer then. Richard Williams, Rick Stansberry, Richard Lee, Rick Dixon, Richard Delk, Rick Ray. That's it. Uh, let's see here. Same one here. Same questions here. Matt Black, since my wife and I left for our honeymoon, State has thrown a no-hitter, had four consecutive shutouts, and had another walk-off. Basketball has beaten Kentucky for the first time in over a decade. Is me getting married the key to State winning a national title, the Braves winning a World Series, and State beating Alabama in football? I mean, we're off to a good start. We are. We are. We'll find out very soon some of these other stuff. If things start going off the rails, perhaps uh, you need to tell uh, your your beautiful bride to... uh, Let's split ways and then let's remarry and see what happens and just see if it yeah yeah just see, see if you happens. can rekindle the the Mississippi State flame a little. He also does not recommend spending the day at Dollywood than driving eight hours back in the same day, especially when it's time to spring forward. Thanks for keeping him away. I don't recommend driving anywhere and then turning around and driving eight hours back. Joel Coleman did that once. I drove from Fayetteville, Arkansas to Starkville, Mississippi, overnight. Yeah. Thank yeah. goodness that was the fallback day. Though. Yeah, it was. I got. A, I gained. I, I gained me an hour. But away. I still think you. Were but dumb I still to do pulled that. up in my driveway, and the sun was rising. I, I would not have done that. So also, this guy needs to charge his phone. It's three forty-four in the morning. Your phone's at six percent. Like, what's going on there? Drain that battery and then charge it right back up. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Carter Bentley, can we start calling Lane Foresight the Lane Train to make certain people <laughs> in this state unreasonably angry? It would tick them off, Carter. It? Make it happen. Make it so. <laughs> Why is there no ice cream at Duty Noble Field? He tweeted I'd, me about this on Sunday yeah. asking if they sold ice cream. I'd buy the hell out of some M over S mini helmet ice cream. <laughs> if you could buy the mini helmet especially, some soft serve ice cream. I don't know. I don't know the answer to this because it's been so long since so I've just been fan in the stands. But later in the year when it gets warmer, is there no ice cream at all at Duty Noble? Like, Is there not a freezer somewhere? that There's got to be is there, Surely there's ice cream in Duty Noble. Apparently not. There's Dippin' Dots in there. That's the ice cream of the future. It has been for 40 years. <laughs> I don't know. You, you think MSU could come up with its own dipping Dots or something? Ooh, now we're talking. That's a million-dollar idea. Dipping Dogs or something. I don't know. There you that go. sounds more like a hot dog. It doesn't matter. Kind of it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. Martin Smith, why does every celebration with the school up north seem to involve throwing things in the air, like clipboards or adult beverages? Also, does set outfield contingent on the baseball side throw up the good stuff, or do they have some skunk beer they want to get rid of? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, you're sitting there drinking, you know, a brand new, you know, a nice IPA or something. And if it hits a home run, you're just tossing that thing. Shout out to the guy who uh, was throwing up a bottle of water, by the way, in the video that went around this past weekend. I will, I will never in my life get on board with throwing your beer. Just drink it like a man. Borky always says, talks about how fun it is. If he and I are ever at the bar, something good happens, I'm just going to throw a beer on him and see how he feels. If I was an Ole Miss fan, I would never sit in right field. I wouldn't want to uh, get soaked. Yeah. Well, what you do is you go sit in right field the day they're playing Mississippi State. No chance anything good happening then. Uh, and that might be... Uh, uh, Tara wants to know. 
Uh, our team is loaded with freshmen, be it eligibility-wise or true freshmen. Which one do you think is going to be the one to watch and the most dangerous for our opponents in baseball? Is Bedner a freshman? Because that's my answer. Uh, Landon Sims is a freshman. That, that's my answer. I changed my answer. <laughs> 30 strikeouts in 11 innings. That doesn't yeah. get much better than that. Yeah. Is that your answer? I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, you got You really can't go wrong here because there's so many good guys with that freshman label. I yeah. mean, technically, Christian McLeod's still a freshman. That's true. That's true. It's un, unbelievable, but he is. Yeah. But yeah, Landon Sims is the answer. Kyle Brazell wants you to rank my these impersonations okay. of mine. All right. Dusty Rhodes, Dan Mullen, Brandon Walker. Your Mullen's not good. It's not great, no. So that's last. Uh, if he'd put Hevesy in there, I'd put Hevesy over Mullen for you, for sure. Um, I'm going to penalize you on the Brandon Walker one just because, like you said, it's it's too like Hank Hillish. Yeah, but it is number two. Your, your Dusty is top out of that, that group in there. All right, then. On a scale so, of one to ten, what is my Dusty Rhodes? Uh, it's a, it's seven at least. I take that, brother. I take that, daddy. Uh, Hunter Manis, why can't Joel read an ad? Why am I so stingy? Joel, you're doing the ads for the next show. Oh, gosh. Some of them I can remember just because I've heard you do them so much. Yeah. And some of them... Just, gotta, just make it up as you go, buddy. The phone numbers, I'm out. Like, I, I, I can't remember them. You just, that's when you just hit me. Yeah. Brian, what's that phone number? <laughs> we'll make it, we'll make it work. Uh, let's see here. I think we got like one or two more here. Ethan Brazil, if you could make Austin 316 a national holiday, what would be your traditions for this stunning holiday? Can I get a hell yeah? What is Austin 316? What is that? I don't know what that is. It looked like that guy is drinking a beer. Let's look, let's look at this gif here. For those that don't know. Oh, my God. He's just wasting beer all over the place. Why don't you drink it like a man? Fit right in at Ole Miss, wouldn't he? He would. Except Spilling he, his beer everywhere. He goes down with it. Yeah. For those that don't know the story, Stone Cold Steve Austin has blocked Brian Haydad on the Twitter. I just don't understand. You know, why would you waste beer like that? It's just, that seems ridiculous. I don't know. It is pretty crazy. That I've the always, Texas rattlesnake has you blocked. It is. I've always wondered with Austin, like, do you think he's spilled more beer or drank more beer in his life? Oh, I think spilled is probably... It's the, probably accurate, man. Yeah. Because think, I mean... He didn't just do it on Monday nights. Yeah, he went around the, country, went around the country every single night yeah. spilling can after can after can. Exactly. Another one from Hunter. Uh, if you had to pick one person to be the ambassador for the human race, if aliens made contact, who would it be and why is it Brandon Walker? You're going to put something up my butt, aliens? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> no, I'm asking you to. I don't know. Brandon Walker. Barstool Sports. Oh, me. All right. Last one here from Alexandra Watson. Today I sliced my thumb open on a cheese grater. Oh. Oh. I, t- I suffered a bad injury last night, too. I had Cade. Well, uh, well hold on, hold on. That's, that's part of the question. Oh, okay. And I burned my arm from a toasted English muffin. Cheese grater. I mean, I've seen enough ECW to know that that hurts. <laughs> What's the dumbest way you've ever hurt yourself? Well, the one I was about to say was not dumb. It okay. was I was putting Cade's clothes on. I was on my knees, you know, because he's a lot shorter than me, putting his shirt on, and he jumped in top of his crown of his head, just jammed oh, into the front buddy. of my face, oh. and I just had a crimson mask. You know, oh my I was, gosh! I was just bleeding. What's the everywhere. dumbest way you've ever hurt yourself? The dumbest way I've ever hurt myself. 
don't know that I have just an incredibly dumb injury. I have a couple, and I still have a couple scars for them that you can see right now. Is uh, one playing football indoors, and I ran face first into a cabinet. And can you see there's a little scar on my eyebrow there? Yeah, I see. Yeah, that's where the stitches were. And then one time uh, we were in art class, and this guy had an exacto knife. He was sort of waving it at me. I don't know what I was thinking. I just grabbed it. <laughs> and like you see, you see right here on my fingers? Yeah. Right there? That's where he sliced me open. I, re- <laughs> I remember like looking down. <coughs> excuse me. Looking down, and just blood was everywhere. I was like, oh, hey, I'm going to go to the office. I'll be right back. <laughs> Ran down to the I mean, I'm like in the eighth or ninth grade. I walk in there, and the poor student worker, I don't remember who she was. I was like, hey, I need a Band-Aid. And she just looks like, oh, my God. I mean, I was gushing blood. And I ended up going to the doctor and getting stitches in two fingers. I grabbed a knife with by the blade. Oh that's, my that's pretty dumb, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's and, and I've done some dumb stuff, but I can't think of it. The only thing that jumps out to me is like maybe something you'd say. My buddy had a trampoline, and several of the springs were off, so there was like one side of the trampoline had a hole in it, basically. Oh, and, you d- you and I fell through. Oh my god! So that's, that's probably a good one. that's probably it. But I, the only, all I got for that was a humongous bruise on like my thigh. Still hurt though. It hurt like heck. Yeah. There you go. All right, and that's our final question of the day. Tomorrow's show will recap midweek baseball and our positional breakdown. Will Rogers and the boys. Time to start talking about Mississippi State quarterbacks and what we're going to see from them this spring. And if anything else pops up, you know we'll talk about it. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.